0: Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grand. I'm your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for grand on the county, state, or national level. Today, I will be interviewing Kinley Daly from Kingston, Oklahoma. Kinley is a great young lady. I really enjoyed her interview. She has many inspiring and interesting stories to tell. So let's get started. Hello, Kinley. Welcome to Shooting for Grand. I am so happy to have you on. Thank you for getting on. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Oh, you're welcome. I'm super excited about this. So how have you been? I've been pretty good. We've been pretty busy, but pretty good. How have you been? I've been good. I've been a little stuffy, but just allergies. What grade are you going into this year?
1: So I would be going into um, for my freshman year of college, but I actually haven't decided what I want to do, so I won't be attending this, at least this semester I won't be attending, but I would be going into my freshman year of college.
0: That's, that's all right. That's, that's great. You figure out what you want to do. I mean, don't rush it. For sure. So to get started, for those who don't know you, can you tell us about you and your family? Sure. My name is Kinley Daly. I am 19 years old.
1: My parents are Jeff and Sherry Daly, and I have a sister who's 25, and her name is Riley. Not a lot of people know about her. She wasn't super involved in this, but she likes to come and support, and I think that's pretty cool. Um, We raise registered Angus, and we are um, located in Kingston, Oklahoma. Um, Our our program was a little bit more performance based, but when I got into, I think it was probably middle school, I wanted to get more involved
0: in the show stuff. So that's how I'm here. That is awesome. Thank you so much for that. I think it's amazing that uh, you got into showing because it inspired you. And yeah. I will talk a little bit more about that later. But I just think that is absolutely amazing. So, how did you do at any Junior Nationals this summer?
1: So, we attended Angus and Hereford Internationals, and we were extremely blessed this summer, to say the least. Um, we took two Herefords to Hereford Internationals. We took a polled and a horned, and um, the polled won the second division, and the horned won um, the March division. But she also was grand champion horned Hereford. Which was a really big achievement for me and my family. We've ever since I attended my first Herford International, I've always wanted to um, win one, and so this this year was pretty special for us. Um, at Angus, we took five head, and I had um, two divisions, a reserve division, and fourth overall Angus. So that one was really, really good for us too. We had a really, really good summer.
0: It sounds like it. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I've always wanted to win champion heifer at Hertford Junior Nationals. That's one of my big goals. I we want to get more competitive and we're excited about it.
1: It's yeah. super exciting and it's super rewarding to like know that like wow like all my hard work and dedication really did pay off.
0: Oh, absolutely. It is the best feeling ever. For sure. Can you tell us a little bit about your heifer that had champion horned Hereford? Yeah. So um, we bought her
1: out of Buck um, Cattle Company's um, fall production sale last fall. Um, She's a March. She's out of the profit and out of the Kool-Aid um, 218 cow that Gerald has that Bailey actually won um, a lot of stuff with so she's a pretty she's pretty unique for a Hereford she's not like your typical which some people like and some people don't when we picked her out we thought she was pretty special but she definitely exceeded our expectations which is awesome. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I love Herefords. I think they have the biggest personalities. They could be nice or fussy. It's whatever they decide to be, but I love them.
1: For sure. They definitely do <laughs> have their own personalities.
0: <laughs> so I read your article in the Showtimes magazine and I loved it. And in it, you said you got into showing when you were around Agmore. What was some of the first things you saw that inspired you to start showing?
1: So I wouldn't really necessarily say it was like one thing in particular, but a lot of like different little things that I saw, like when I was around it, that really made me want to get into it. Um, I really liked seeing like these like people having something that they're constantly working for and they're putting all this hours and Dedication, hard work, I mean, blood, sweat, tears, literally everything. And then they take this, whether it be um, a heifer, a steer, a hog. I mean, literally, there was, I watched about everything, all all these people around me. And um, they go and they participate in this event that was just so, like, I don't even know how to explain it. I just thought it was so cool that um, these people were doing this and participating in like a competitive way with that type of stuff. Because, I mean, I grew up on a ranch my whole entire life with registered Angus, but never really in the show side of it. So I found it very interesting, and that's kind of what sparked my I wanted to get into it more because I thought it was so cool. And so I'm a pretty competitive person. so competing with that kind of stuff just really sparked my interest.
0: (laughs) I think it is absolutely amazing. And I think there's a lot of truth in that because you were raised on a ranch, but you didn't start showing because your parents put you in a barn when you were three years old, you know, um, and do not get me wrong, I love showing. I would not want to do anything else. It is my passion. I love it, but I mean, to be real here, when I was born, my parents expected me to show. I was expected to work in the barn, and I was expected to like it, and I do love it, and I want to continue doing it for the rest of my life, but I think it's even more special that You decided that you wanted a show, and you wanted it to be your passion, and I think that needs to be paid attention to, and I think it's amazing.
1: Well, thank you. I thought it was pretty cool, and my dad, I mean, he was super supportive. He was like, I know nothing about it, but we'll find whoever we can, and we'll get you in it, and I was like, let's do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So this question is very similar to the first one, so I don't expect it to be the most detailed. Uh, what paths did you take to find your passion in the cattle industry? Basically, like, how did you tell your parents, you know, hey, I want to start showing. Can you get me into it? How did you say that to them? Um, who were some people or things that helped you get into it? Sure. So I don't.
1: I don't really know how I went to my parents about it. I I probably was honestly pretty blunt about it. I was probably like, "Hey, I want to get into showing cattle like let's how can we get me one like?" And would uh, me too. <laughs> and they actually asked me, they were like, "Are you sure like you want to um do something like that?" Cuz I was like probably I was probably, like, 12 at the time. And they were like, are you sure you want to, like, start out with, like, um, a heifer? Or do you, like, want to try something smaller, like a goat? And I was like, no. I want to do show heifers. Like, that's what I want to do. So they were like, okay, like, good enough. And we went and we found my first show heifer, which was actually um, a key. It wasn't, um, like, a what, we, what I had been raised around. It wasn't Angus or anything like that. I wanted to kind of go like different from what I'd always been around. So she was, I mean, she wasn't like anything crazy, but I mean, she was a nice heifer. And once I got my first little taste of showing with her, I just couldn't get enough. And I wanted to get more competitive and I wanted to kind of get myself like in myself more competitive but I also wanted to get into like more breeds and like stuff like that so I would say the first time that I hit my the the show ring is what sparked it all for me I I absolutely loved it
0: (laughs) yes I love it too I, I don't really know what it would be to go to my parents and say hey, I want to show cattle. Can you let me show cattle? I don't know yeah. what it would be like, but I would probably be like what you did. I'd probably be like, hey, get me a show calf. I want to show yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I just think it's really amazing. So tell us about your most exciting moment at any Junior Nationals you've been to, and I'm sure it was the one this year, but yeah. go ahead and tell us about it.
1: So Um, This year was very special because I've always wanted to win a Hereford Junior National and I've always just wanted to win a Junior National in general but Hereford has always been one that I really wanted to achieve. Um, I just I love everything about it and I knew when me and Jackson went and picked out this heifer that she was pretty special. I mean whether it was going to be in the show ring or in the pasture. I mean, we really felt like she was a pretty unique and special animal. So to have her and be working and seeing her on daily and how she's progressed and then get to take her and um, see her exceed our expectations, I mean, it was great to accomplish a goal with a heifer like that. It, it was really, truly, it was awesome. <laughs> um, it was also pretty special that about that we went straight to Angus right after and had a really good Angus there. I mean, it, it couldn't have been a better summer, honestly.
0: Yeah, and like we said earlier, we love it when all our hard work pays off and we love that feeling, but sadly, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it just kind of goes down the drain a little bit. So tell us about your most disappointing moment you've ever had.
1: So I would say my most disappointing moment um, would be my last OYE um, two years ago. We had two big breads that we were prepping to go. We had an Angus that was actually um, reserve champion Angus at Denver as a calf in 19. And then I had – a pulled hereford that we were prepping to go to oie and um they're both big and bred and they looked real good we were pretty excited for them and um one morning my dad like called me in and it was kind of weird because like i was packing for oie i always pack early because we get so like clustered and everything the week of i was packing for oie and um My dad called me in the kitchen and was like, hey, um, they just called and Kitty's, we called her Kitty. Kitty's dead. And I was like, what? It was like so shocking. It actually took a while for it to sink in. And then that afternoon, the same day, that afternoon, my Hereford calved. So it was like kind of a mess, like because the two heifers that we were prepping One's dead and one has a calf on her side now. So we had to scatter around and try to get whatever we could. Um, Because at the time we didn't have anything else that we were prepping for OIE. So we had to get whatever we could up out of the turnout pens and see what we could do to get them ready. And I actually took two calves to OIE and it wasn't a bad OIE. I had like reserve horned Hereford, I think. But, I mean, it was just really disappointing that, like, all that just came flooding down on the same day. And, like, two of what I thought could have been my best heifers um, didn't get to make their last show. So it was pretty disappointing. But things happen all the time. I mean, (laughs) it never fails
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. Things happen. And my mom was telling me that this morning uh, something didn't work out. And I was disappointed. And my mom said, you know, things happen. You just got to move on. And she's exactly right. You got to be flexible. And I really think that's great of what you did. You were flexible. You pulled some out of the pasture. You got them ready. And I think that's a great. I admire you. And that's that's brave, really, because I would be really scared to do that. It's a calf I'm not familiar with. I haven't worked with it for a year. It's something I'm not familiar with. And that would be really scary for me. But you did it. And I think that's yeah. great. And that must have been really, really hard for your half to pass Ew, away. Yeah, tough. I can't imagine having that happen to me. Because as I get to know them and as I work with them, Every day, um, it yep. they become my best friends, and yeah, yeah, I would mourn for them. And
1: it was definitely tough. Um, you can't ever really replace one. I mean, you can always get another one, but you'll never like actually replace that one. So I mean, it was definitely really hard to just. Be able to just be like, okay, well let's move on. Yeah,
0: that's that's good. You're right. You can't ever replace one.
1: Especially like one that's already like done some good for you.
0: Yeah, it's you, just you can't replace them. You're right. Um I should have asked you this before, but I forgot because we were the conversation was flowing, but um what was, I want to kind of branch it out a little bit. Uh, we've done s- several about Herefords. So can you tell us about your most exciting moment at an Angus internationals, if you can think of one off the top of your head?
1: So um, this summer was actually pretty cool. And I actually should have talked about this probably earlier, but this is a perfect opportunity. Um, so last summer, we took two November heifer calves. Um, they're flush mates and they're, um, they're a lot, they're a lot different. So, um, we took them both cause we didn't know, we were like, well, you might like this one or you might like this one. So we took them both and they actually two hold that first division, which was cool. It was really cool. Um, it was, it was just, I don't know. It was a great moment. Well, we took them back as, um late spring, uh, senior yearlings, this junior national and they two hold it again. And, um, I got informed afterwards that I, it actually made history that no heifer, no two heifers have ever two hold a division back to back years in the Angus, um, junior national. So I thought that was pretty cool that the same two heifers to hold that division two years back to back. I thought that was a really cool and like unique thing that I could say about <laughs> my international experience
0: thing. Um, you know, you made history.
1: Yeah, it was like I was like, really, like that's cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's amazing. That must have been mm-hmm. fun to hear about. Are there any short or long term goals that you would like to share?
1: Um, yeah, so, I don't know, I would consider it somewhat of a goal, but something that I've always, ever since I got, um, involved, is I've always wanted to, um, raise one from my own and win, like, a national show with one that I've raised. Um, I've always thought that's really cool, just, like, raising one from your herd or even one that you've shown. Like, I just think it's really cool when you can go back and win with a calf from that one. Um, So I've always thought that was a really unique um, and cool thing to do is um, win a national show with one that you've raised.
0: I think those are great goals and I wish you the best of luck with those. Now, are there any words of advice that you would give to someone who didn't grow up showing cattle but is now trying to get into it?
1: Um, absolutely. Just do it. <laughs> Just don't really hesitate. Um, you may not like it, but at least you tried. Um, it's a great industry. There's so many great values in it. Um, it comes with so many lifelong friends. It has so many teachings and all sorts of just thing, lifelong things that you will cherish forever. Um, I, being around the show industry and being around a little bit of um, a different industry when I was in school, like, it's just the people, it's just, they don't compare. They have, there's so many more morals and ethics and hardworking people in this industry. And I think the kids that come out of it are very unique in how they go and approach um, life. I've seen a lot of successful people come out of this industry. And I really do think it's because of the ethics that um, this industry teaches. So I say get in it and don't look back. It's an awesome industry to be in.
0: I absolutely agree. Thank you so much for that. That was really good. I mean, I love it. Just do it. Don't hesitate. Don't second guess. I agree with everything you said. I've made so many lifelong friends with showing cattle. And I hope I try not to take it for granted. And I really try not to. But sometimes it can be hard and we get forgetful. But For sure. I made so many good friends that I will cherish forever, and I would not want to do anything else.
1: For sure. The people in this industry, you could, you can say whatever, but they all become like the closest friends you'll ever have and like family. I mean, it's like a one big family. If something happens to someone, it wears on everyone else's shoulders. It's It's a really cool industry to be in.
0: Yes, this, that would be great advice for somebody who's trying to get into showing cattle. Thank you for that. I think we are done. Thank you so much for being on. I absolutely enjoyed this.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad that I was one to
0: think about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think we need to talk to people like you who got into showing um, when they were a little older than three <laughs>
1: Yeah, for sure. I think
0: it's good to talk to people like that. And so I really enjoyed it, enjoyed this. And I hope it helps someone who is trying to get into showing cattle.
1: For sure. I do, too. I I love it. And I'm glad that I got into it when I did. Of course, I wish I would have got into it when I was a little bit younger. But I think that it's made me have a different outlook on everything. So I hope it helps someone, too. Whether they're on the line of if they want to do it or not, or whatever the deal is, I really hope that maybe my thing is what will persuade them to do it.
0: Thank you so much for being on. I had a great time. If you have any upcoming sales that you would like to have advertised, you can message me at Shooting for Grand on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening, and God be with you as you shoot for grand. Thank you.